Howdy, and welcome to the Aggie Greats podcast. My name is Kenner, and I'm so glad you joined us this week as we dive deep to understand what makes the great great. Here on Aggie Greats, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to live life to the fullest. We're so glad you're along for the journey, so let's pursue greatness. Well, howdy, and welcome back to the Aggie Greats podcast. If you read the title of this and thought about David Goggins, that's probably exactly the reason why, because today we're going to be talking about his quote where he talks about who's carrying the boats. Now, I've always been fascinated by kind of the military and especially the Navy SEALs. I did a lot of research on them when I was in high school. And something that stood out to me is just not only the commitment that they have to working hard and to protecting the nation and doing whatever it takes to get the job done, they also had a commitment to the guys next to them. The quote or the idea within the military of leave no man behind is something that I really find fascinating. I think it relates a lot to my experience as a student athlete. And kind of that was the the point that I wanted to bring up today is kind of the idea of, hey, you know, who is carrying the boats? When you're on a team, when you're on a, or when, when you're within a business, you always have, what you're going to find is that you're always within some sort of team. And a lot of times, especially in my experience, you know, there are guys who are constantly uh, pushing themselves to become better. That's why they join the team in the first place. But there are also people on the flip side who just aren't really bringing it every day. And something that's important, and the reason that this quote stuck out to me so much is because uh, if you know anything about Navy SEAL training or training for any elite military force, part of the training involved, at least especially within the Navy SEALs, they require to do a lot of work in the surf with a boat and so you have a team of six or eight people and they all have to carry the boat the boat is their lifeline it's what is allowing them to cut through the water and so what happens is as people are pulling out of your platoon or out of your squad there are fewer and fewer people to carry the boats and so as you know the selection process is extremely rigorous and so when people are dropping out when people are not able to keep going or they're just not willing to push through the challenges. What David Goggins is saying in this idea, in this quote, is that you know he's challenging them and saying, you know, who's going to carry the boats? And for him, that response is, I'm going to carry the boats. And so rec- he recognizes that instead of getting down or upset when somebody else quits or when somebody fails, you recognize that it's more of a call. It's a statement that. I'm going to be there regardless of whether someone else quits and I'm going to be there regardless of the pain and the challenge. And that's something that a mindset that you have to have, especially within the growth period of athletics or within school, you're having to push through the challenges and recognize that, you know, at the end of the day, you're the only one who's there to carry the boats. And so the boat being where you're trying to go in life. And so This quote also connected to a book that we read or that I read called The Boys in the Boat. And if you haven't read the book before, I definitely encourage you to read it because it has a lot of uh, discussion about it. It has a lot of similar concepts to what we're talking about, but it also is talking about the importance of teamwork and working together to accomplish goals. And so this book is written about the University of Washington's rowing crew team, how they 
worked from the ground up. They were just a bunch of, it was kind of a ragtag group. They were, you know, sons of loggers. They were shipyard workers. Some of them were farmers. Uh, but they all came together and worked super hard to uh, eventually win gold at the 1936 Olympics. And so what's in, and so it follows the story of this kid named Joe Rance, who was a teenager who, you know, didn't have a family, who was not necessarily rowing just for the glory, but because he wanted to find a group that he called home. And I think that especially for a team like the one that I'm on, where there are international players from across the world, everybody here has a different experience. Everybody here is coming uh, with the unified goal of playing tennis. And it was the same thing for Joe in this book, how, you know, everybody's, he came from a different situation, but he was unified and he was pulling for the rest of the guys in the boat. And so what was stuck out to me about this book is that in the idea, and when you're rowing a boat with, you know, as in Joe's case, eight other guys, Yes, you can do everything that you can to pull your own weight. Everybody, first of all, has to pull their own weight. But then you also have to recognize that if you're pulling not in harmony with the rest of the team, if you are kind of doing your own thing and it's not in sync with the rest of the team, then it doesn't matter how hard you're pulling. You're never going to be able to succeed as a team. And so a quote that I pulled out of the book came from the beginning and it says what mattered more than how hard a man rode was how well everything he did in the boat harmonized with what the other fellows were doing and a man couldn't harmonize with his crewmates unless he opened his heart to them he had to care about his crew if you've heard anything about teamwork and about understanding what teams are the most successful it's not necessarily the group that has the most talent and while this is often the case you also have to recognize that the the group that succeeds the most is the one that is uh, has a really strong connection and who is willing to put aside their own needs and their own goals and ambitions for the good of the team. Another important point that I pulled out of the book is this idea that when you're rowing, the biggest challenge and you know the, the challenge that everybody's facing when you're rowing is the water and the resistance to that poses against the oars and against the rest of the guys who are actually rowing and so what's funny is that although this is the biggest challenge the one thing that everybody's struggling against and wants to overcome at the exact same time it's what's keeping you and the rest of the team afloat and so this is a really interesting concept because in life you have to recognize that the very problems that you must overcome, in this case, the water you're trying to row against, the resistance, the very problems you must overcome also support you and make you stronger in overcoming them. And so what that's an, uh, the whole idea of this is showing that, yes, challenges in, lives are, in life is tough and is hard, but at the exact same time, it's what's making you who you are. And so going back to that idea of Ga David Goggins, you have to be willing to carry the boats and recognize that, hey, yes, there are going to be challenges. Hey, I'm going to want to quit. I'm going to want to give up. But at the same time, I have to be there for the rest of the guys in the boat. And I have to recognize that these challenges that I'm facing, rather than framing it as a an obstacle that you just cannot completely get over, that there's just no chance to get over, it's just a stepping stone in becoming who you are. And as soon as you are able to frame challenges in this situation, it 
changes your mindset away from this threat mindset to more of a proactive mindset where you are identifying the problem and then you're also looking for ways to overcome that. And so this is something that, you know, in this book where Joe recognizes that, you know, he has a talent and he's willing to commit time to rowing. He could have done anything else with his life, but he decided to commit to the rest of the guys in the boat. And that's eventually what allowed them as a team to reach these goals. And so that's just a really interesting point. The third point that I wanted to bring up from this book, and I mentioned it briefly earlier, it's like I said, it's not about working hard, but it's about working hard together. And a quote that I found in this book that supports that is it, it says, perhaps the seeds of redemption lay not just in the perseverance, hard work, and rugged individualism. Perhaps they lay in something more fundamental, the simple notion of everyone pitching in and pulling together. When you're on a team, whether that's a sports team or whether that's within a business, everybody has to, uh, what what we're assuming in this case is that everybody's willing to give 100%. I think in any successful organization that is just kind of a given. But what allows people and what sets the teams apart that are able to, for example, win the gold medal or you know, go public, it's those companies that is where everybody's helping the rest of the guys on the team become better. They're, they're, everybody's pitching in and pulling together. It's not some disjointed effort where one guy's working in this area, one guy's working over here, and there's no communication. And you know, within tennis, it's a fascinating connection because tennis is a very individual sport. So when you grow up, when you come into the tennis world, Everything's kind of been on your own, unless you're playing doubles. But even then, that's a like a two-person team. But what you f- start to find within college is that, you know, you could, yes, hypothetically go out and train at 6 a.m. Nobody's watching. Great. You know, you can work hard at that point. And I think that's a really important thing, especially if there are things that you're working on. But by being secretive and by closing yourself off to the rest of the team, you lose opportunities to help other people. If you go out and serve, rather than just, you know, taking serves and just hitting them into the backboard by yourself, you know, you could actually help the rest of your team by inviting a teammate, by inviting someone else to come and hit with you. And that's a simple thing, but when you look at the context of a team trying to win as a unit, it's invaluable and it's allowing you to first of all develop relationships with the rest of the guys on your team but also it allows you to develop the rest of the team rather than just yourself so those are kind of the main takeaways i had from the book and obviously the quote that i read by david goggins about who's carrying the boats was something that kind of got the wheels turning in my head about this topic but what i want you guys to take away from this is that you know when you look in the mirror today I want you to ask yourself a simple question. I want you to ask yourself who's carrying the boats and not just ask yourself, oh, who's going to carry the boats, but what that's asking and the deeper question behind this is, are you bringing the energy and passion to your sport, work environment, or friend group? Rather than just looking for ways to make yourself better in isolation, look to include others within your team, within your organization, Look to include others in that process so that they can carry the boats as well. Yes, you could hypothetically (laughs) carry the boat by yourself, but you're not going to be carrying it that long. The more teammates that you can have carrying that boat, the better. 
All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I encourage you guys to keep working hard and pursuing greatness, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, and gig'em.